Welcome to Love You Most. We are back for another fun episode. And today we're talking all about how to have a healthy relationship with social media. Obviously, I work on the internet. I talk on the internet. I freaking live on the internet. And I feel like I've had to put a ton of boundaries in place for myself over the past few years because this like has turned into a career and it started out as a hobby. And like any hobby, when you do a hobby, you kind of do it just like as a way to relax and like enjoy just your time by yourself. And I feel like that's great until it becomes your career. And then you have to like find a balance between, okay, am I doing this for fun or am I doing this for work or like, what's the balance here? And so even if you have like, I don't know, maybe just gotten into like TikTok or maybe you've been on Instagram for a while or whatever. I feel like it's so easy to let like the internet take over and take over not only just like all of your time and attention, but also take over the way you view yourself and the way you view other people and just the way you see the world. So this whole episode is going to share just how I put boundaries in place to like make sure that I don't let social media consume me in like every facet of my life. And this doesn't really have to do with like work per se. This more is just like making sure that I still stay true to myself and I don't let like the internet influence me so much that I become like someone else and that I still like am confident and I still find value in who I am and all of those things that I think are so important. So we're going to talk about that, but then we also are going to get into the little bookish chat and we are also going to uh, have a little like Q&A session. So let's get into the things that have really helped me and hopefully will help you have a healthy relationship with social media. And the first thing is to view other people's posts as inspiration rather than comparison. And now I, I feel like this is way easier said than done. Like you're hearing that and you're probably like, well, duh, like I don't want to compare myself to other people. Like I'm not trying to compare myself to other people, but I think what makes us like switch from having like, I don't know, other people's posts being like inspirational to like something we compare to is when we see them as a threat or when we see like their life as better or sometimes even worse than our own. I think that that's what really like shifts our mind to like not having the internet be just like this fun, happy place. And it's something that we can really turn into like a toxic thing. So for me, I feel like when I am on the internet, and I think I'm going to talk about this a lot because it makes a huge difference. But when I'm on the internet, I only follow a select few people. Like if you go on TikTok, I think I follow like 17 people, like very few people. And we're going to talk about this obviously a lot in the episode, but I think it's really important talking about it now, but I only follow like 17 people. And then on Instagram, I think I follow like a hundred and I could literally look right now. Let's see 182. And I literally, I kid you not, I unfollow people with a quickness an absolute quickness. And Honestly, like I've had some times where people are like, oh, like, why'd you unfollow me? And like, it can get kind of awkward, but like my social media is for me. And if I'm not finding value in what someone else is sharing, or if I am, I don't know, just seeing their posts and it's like not vibing with me, like they, they gotta go not as a person, like they don't have to stop being friends with me, but like I create my own space on the internet for enjoyment. And if I'm not finding enjoyment in something like it's got to go. And so for me, one thing that's really helped me 
stop comparing myself to like posts on the internet and just actually be inspired is to only follow people that I feel like I'm friends with. So I don't follow any celebrities. I don't follow any person that I don't feel like if I message them that they like wouldn't respond. And I do that because I don't compare myself to my friends. Like think about it. I mean, maybe you do. And that's like a whole nother podcast episode that we could talk about. But like I genuinely want my friends to win. I want them to succeed. And I'm not saying that I don't want other people to win or succeed, but I think when I don't know someone super well, or I feel like I don't know them very well, like a celebrity or something like that, it's easy for me to glamorize their life and be like, oh, well, she didn't work hard for this, or she doesn't deserve this because X, Y, and Z. But when I know my friends, like, I want all of us to win because I know them at their core. I know who they are. I know like just their intentions. Like I just, I know them. And so that's one thing that's really helped me to stop comparing and to just be inspired by like people on the internet, like truly just follow people you're friends with. Now, if you are comparing yourself to your friends, it's a whole nother episode we can get into. And I'm not saying that I will never go back to following people that I like don't know or don't feel like I'm friends with because I definitely think you can do that. But I know for me, this is one thing that's really helped. And I've tried to really hone in on my like social media this year and last year more than ever, just because it's like now my job. And so that's one thing that's really helped me have a healthy relationship with it. And another thing that's helped is to stop checking your views and likes. Just stop it. Like stop looking at them. Stop looking to see who's like looking at your stories. Stop looking to see like, I don't know who's commented on this or how many people have, you know, liked this or whatever. Like the internet's for fun. It's fun. Like post it and ghost it, like post it and be gone. Like you are creating whatever you're creating, whether it's a fun story or a little picture or whatever, you're making that for fun. So keep the fun in it. And I feel like it's so easy to take the fun and joy out of just like the internet when we start comparing to other people, but also when we stop seeing ourselves as valuable because we're basing our value on how other people view us or how they receive us. Like your, the things you create, whether it's like pictures, videos, whether you have like a little fun story or whatever, it is not more or less valuable based on like who thinks it's cool or not. Like if you think it's cool, then that's all that matters because you're like the internet and your social media is for you. And another thing that helps me to have a healthy relationship with social media is to train the algorithm to show you healthy content by skipping content that doesn't make you feel good. Now, I cannot tell everyone what is healthy content for them, but for me, I know what is healthy for me. And again, I cannot tell you what's healthy for you because you know you and you know what makes you feel good and you know what doesn't. So when you see a video or you see a picture and you just get a weird feeling like, like, ugh, and it doesn't even have to be like for a reason. Like there doesn't really have to be some like big, huge thing as to why you feel the way that you feel. Like maybe that picture or video is triggering something in you, like from the past, something you have to work through. That's not that person's fault for posting that content. Like it's not their fault for creating something that triggered you, but you are the master of your own social media. So you should be able to decide what you see and what you don't. And so for me, one thing that really triggers me and just like does not give me a good feeling is whenever I see content where people are like ranting 
And I don't mean like sharing your feelings. I think that that's important. But when someone is sharing how they feel without like an end goal. So like, for example, if someone cuts someone off in traffic or if they spill coffee on themselves or things that are just like negative, if they're sharing those and sharing them frequently, but they're not really showing like the... I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. So like if someone got cut off in traffic and then maybe the person who cut them off was like, Hey, like my bad, so sorry, like shouldn't have done that. Or maybe the person cut them off in traffic. And then the person who was cut off, they like felt some type of way about it, but they had to like check themselves and they had like some kind of growth or like healing or some kind of something within their journey that they wanted to share. That for me is fine. But whenever I get just like people ranting to rant, I take on those emotions and feelings myself and I start to feel the way that they're feeling. So if they're feeling frustrated and angry, I can guarantee that I will also feel frustrated and angry after I like get done listening to them. So also you guys might hear something because Brady's like coming inside. He's like bringing dinner home. He's literally the sweetest. He messaged me and was like, Hey, you're going to have a relaxing night tonight. Like I'm going to run you a bath, like all the things. So literally right after this episode, I'm going straight to having a relaxing night and I cannot wait. But before we get to that point, I'm going to finish off the rest of this episode because I think it's really important. But For me, I know that that's not healthy. So listening to people rant or seeing people who are frustrated and upset, for me, for me, I cannot say for anyone else, but for me, that is unhealthy. Now for you, maybe you enjoy that because you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel like not alone in how you feel. I don't know. I don't know what it is for you, but for me, that's unhealthy. And so I have trained the algorithm to not show those things to me because the second I see someone start ranting or getting upset, I immediately scroll to the next thing every single time. Or if I see someone who is doing that maybe on stories or something, I will literally mute them. I'm not kidding. And I do this because my social media is for me. So if I'm not feeling good about something for whatever reason, they've got to go. I feel like I'm going to say this like a million and one times in this episode, but I've trained the algorithm now where on TikTok, I get so much great content and so many people are like, well, how do you like, I don't know, enjoy the internet? And I really enjoy it, but it's because I've trained this little computer thing that like picks up on what I, you know, am like enjoying and and not enjoying. I've I've trained them to give me what I want to see and what I need to see. So I get lots of little happy videos with like happy music in the background, showing nature, showing dogs, showing books and people traveling and like all these good inspirational, like fun things. And the minute that I see something that's like not that, I will scroll past. And it's really helped me to train the algorithm to get like what I want and get the healthy content for me. Another thing that will help you have a healthy relationship with social media is to realize you will never get to the bottom of the scroll. And I have to tell myself this often because I feel like, especially on TikTok, sometimes on Instagram, if I'm trying to like keep up with my friends and stuff, but especially on TikTok, it is so hard to get off. And I think it's because every video that comes through is a video that I enjoy. So I'm like, Ooh, like the next one's going to be another good one. The next one's going to be a good one. But like you will never get to the bottom. There will forever be good videos because the algorithm knows what you like and knows what you want to see. And so I've had to remind myself of that often. Sometimes I'll give myself like a time limit, but I also, because I like work in social media, I think sometimes I will see videos and I'll use that as like creative, I don't know what the word is, but like I'll use it as creative inspiration for 
something that like I want to create or like an idea that like spurs responds on some other idea that I've thought about. And so sometimes I end up getting into like a rabbit hole of working as well, which is like another whole, could be a whole different podcast. But for me, I feel like realizing that I will never get to the bottom helps me to actually have a shut off because I have to decide when the end time is for me because like you're never going to get to a point where you're like well this video stinks like let's not scroll to the next video in 0.2 seconds so realizing you'll never get to the bottom of the scroll is really helpful to have a healthy relationship with social media and another thing that's helpful is to set boundaries 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 i think for me the biggest boundaries i've set with social media are the boundaries where I follow very few people. I follow people who feel like they're friends to me. I follow people who, if I were to message them and say, hey, you want to go get coffee or like you want to go to the bookstore together, it wouldn't be weird. I do not follow anyone that does not feel like a friend to me. And that is my boundary. Now for everyone else, I don't know what your boundary looks like for you. Maybe your boundaries are you don't want to see the likes on your posts, or maybe your boundaries are you only get on the internet certain times of the day, or maybe I don't know what your boundaries are, but everyone has different ones. And I think knowing what yours are and creating them and sticking to them is really important. And another thing that will help you to have a healthy relationship with social media is to realize that you have the power to follow people that bring you joy and unfollow people that don't. Now, I've talked about this a lot already on this episode, but I feel like I really need to drill it in here because for some reason, we've decided that like the people that follow us on the internet, like we don't really have the power to like follow who we want. And maybe that started way back in like Facebook days when like everyone was friends with everyone. Like, do you remember like back in the day, like when on Facebook, like someone would add you as a friend and you just like add them and you'd be like, oh, I have like 5,000 friends, like, or oh, I have a thousand friends or whatever. And like, that's cool. And then I feel like we got over into Instagram. We kind of had that same idea where we're like, Oh, we'll just like follow everybody. And so maybe you started following people from high school and like people from your job or just people you don't even talk to literally at all. And who like, don't really want to talk to you or even know who you are as a person, or maybe you started following them back in high school and it's been five years or seven years or two years or 10 years since that time. And like, you don't even know them and you're a totally different person than you used to be. And I feel like it is so hard for some reason to unfollow them. Like, I don't even know why. Maybe it's because we feel like they're going to like be upset or something like that. We, that we unfollow them, but I don't know. I think one thing I have to remind myself is like, it's never really that serious and it's never really that bad. Like if you have a friend who's like, you know what? I don't want to be friends with you because like you unfollowed me on some like social media. Like that's, I mean, maybe your friendship has some stuff it needs to work through. I don't know. But I do think that it can definitely hurt people's feelings. Like I've had moments where I have had people say things to me that it has definitely bothered them or they've noticed it. But for me, I just know that like, since I'm on the internet so much, like literally every single day, I want to be the author of what I see. And I want to see things that inspire me and things that excite me. And I have so many different friends who have different hobbies and like, I'm really into books and some friends aren't into books and I'm really into X, Y, and Z. And some people are into different things than me and like, that's fine. But if they're sharing those things and like, I don't want to see that part of who they are, like that shouldn't be a bad thing. And so I don't know, I feel like I want to encourage you to let go of that old coworker that you used to work with 
12 years ago or let go of that study buddy that you had in college that you are literally never going to talk to again. Let go of that old classmate who you knew from middle school or high school and you like talk to literally never. You haven't talked to them in years and maybe the next time you'll talk to them is like a school reunion. Let go of those people. If you don't want to follow them, you literally do not have to. I'm giving you permission to go and unfollow them right now. And if they have a problem with it, honestly, like you're probably going to talk to them one time for the rest of your life. So I don't know. And I've had times where I've unfollowed someone on the internet and then I've actually seen them later, like years later. This actually happened to me this year where I unfollowed like a bunch of people. I think I used to follow like 3,000 people or something on Instagram. It was just like people from high school or that I knew from high school, like old people from old jobs, like when I used to waitress, like just a bunch of random people. And I remember I unfollowed this girl, I think it was like three years ago, and I have not talked to this girl at all. And I hadn't actually met her in person, but like I knew of her and we had like mutual friends and we actually ended up meeting in person and she was so sweet, so nice. And we had a really good conversation and I like went and followed her. She was like still following me, went and followed her and I messaged her. I was like, oh, so nice to like actually meet you in person. Like you're so sweet, whatever. And I followed her because like I genuinely am like, I know this girl. I like this girl. Like we feel like we're friends. She's cool. And it wasn't even the thing. Like no one was upset. No one was frustrated. Like she was fine. And I don't know. I feel like sometimes we make things a much bigger deal than they actually are. And another way to have a healthy relationship with social media is to make new friends. And I think this one kind of explains itself, but I think that social media is to be social. And sometimes we can be a little scared to like reach out to someone new, but I feel like we should use social media just for, I don't know, a way to be social, like actually not just like view people's stuff and like look at it and keep scrolling, but to like, I don't know, comment back and message people and like swipe up on their things and like heart their things and like show them all the love because it's to be social. And I don't know when it like stopped being that way or like sometimes I feel like it is and sometimes I feel like it isn't. But I think that we should definitely bring back that part of social media because like that's what makes it fun. And another way to have a healthy relationship with social media is to flood your feed with positivity. I told you guys that I've really trained the algorithm to like show me what I want to see. And I think the more you show the algorithm what you want to see, the more you will see of it. And for me, I pretty much only see like positive stuff. And it's really because that's like what I've trained it to like send me. So I see so many like inspirational stories from like Good Morning America. And I see like bookish stuff, but even with like bookish things or just any like subgenre of like whatever that I'm interested in, there's always some kind of negativity. So for example, in books, sometimes I'll see like bookish accounts where they will rant about authors or they'll rant about different tropes or just like things that are negative. Don't want to see it. I literally do not want to see it. So I will scroll past those things. And of course, like if I want to dig deeper into something specific, I will like go and research it on the internet, but everyone has a different opinion. And so my research is usually done like, I don't know, on an article and not necessarily from like a specific opinion that can be like really swayed by one thing or another. I like to do a lot of like digging if I really want to like learn about a topic. And I think sometimes just hearing people like rant about things, 
a lot of it I think can come from maybe them hearing about someone else ranting about something and like so forth. So I literally do not want to see it. Cause again, I feel like I take on the feelings and emotions of those people. So yeah, another thing that will help you have a healthy relationship with social media is to be authentically you. Now, this is definitely hard to do because I feel like as I've gotten older, I've had to really redefine like who actually am I? Like I am not my hobbies. I am not my interests. I am not my job. I am not a sister, wife, daughter. Like I, I, I mean, I am those things. Those are a part of who I am, but that is not like who I am at my core. And I actually saw this video. So funny talking about social media, but again, I was telling you how I see like so much positive stuff on the internet. And it's really because like I have trained the algorithm to show that to me. So I see a lot of like hopeful and inspiring things. And I saw this one video where a girl, she was like, okay, let's pretend we're like all in a room. We're getting to know each other and we are all here together but we cannot introduce ourselves based on our career we cannot talk about like who we know we cannot talk about like she pretty much said all the things that we talk about in small talk and then she said now explain who you are and so all the comments were like i'm kind i'm thoughtful you know i get really emotional whenever i see you know people who are learning to like grow and heal and like just getting so much deeper than like you normally would with small talk. And I don't know, I think that those are the things that I like want to think about when I think of like who I am at my core, just like my traits of like, I don't know, things like that. So being authentic, authentically yourself is not always easy, but I think that the more that you are authentically yourself on the internet, the more it'll like become an easy habit. Just like if you're not being authentically yourself, it's easy to continue to not be like who you actually are. So those are all the things that have helped me to have a healthy relationship with social media. And let's hop in really quickly to our little book segment. I'm so excited because I told you guys like last week that I've been really into um, like reading new and different types of genres. And I jumped into dark romance. I also jumped into fantasy for a little bit. And I think I'm going to dip my toe into like fiction a little bit more. I do read fiction on occasion, but I feel like it's very, very rare. Usually I'll read fiction if it's like, I don't know, Emily Henry, because her books are romance, but really to me, they feel like fiction because her romance is kind of like a subplot to like what's actually happening. And so I think I want to dip my toe even more into like actual, like adulty fiction. Like, you know, those books that like your mom reads, like that's kind of what I want to dip my toe into just to see like how I feel about it. And I think I also maybe will read a classic or two, not for really any other reason other than I need to try more like genres. So I just want to see what I like. I feel like realizing that I enjoyed fourth wing and I enjoyed shatter me just opened up my mind to like how many books can like maybe give me the same amount of joy that are not in the genre that I normally read, which is like thrillers and romances. So I'm so excited to jump into that. So make sure you're following over on YouTube because I feel like that's where I share everything bookish and also make sure that you are on the Love Me Most Pod Instagram and you are leaving questions there because that's how I get like our little chats for the Q&A segment that we are literally about to hop into. And you guys actually asked four questions and the first, whoa, actually you guys asked more than four questions. So you asked six questions and I told you guys in the past that I will answer every single question. So we're going to do this uh, right now. The first question you asked was, can you talk more about your faith, 
please. Um, I feel like I've been pretty vocal about my faith, but I maybe I need to reiterate it again. I don't know. I am a Christian. I am a very, very strong believer in Christ. And I just feel like just, I don't know, that's like the core of who I am. And it's like one of the most important things over my life. I feel like I've really had to think about my beliefs in like morals and things like that. But my belief in Christ has never wavered literally ever. And I think it's just because I feel so strongly that God has shown himself to me in just like who he is and what he's created and how like the world works and like what I see and the beauty in it that there's like literally no doubt in my mind that like he is not like real and present. And I don't know, I just feel like it's such a part of who I am. Like I can't even explain it. So I don't really know like any specific questions that you want answered, but if you want any specific questions, send them over on the love me most pod Instagram. I love like talking about things in depth, but I feel like when people ask like overarching questions, like, so like, I don't know, what's your favorite thing to do? Like sometimes I'm like, I have no hobbies. Like I can't think about anything. You know what I mean? It's like when people ask specific questions, I feel like I can dive into things deeper, but when they're broad, I'm just literally everything runs out of my brain. So uh, yeah, I hope that answers that question. And another question you guys asked uh, was, what are other things you enjoy besides reading? I really love puzzles and I haven't really gotten into puzzles and I don't really talk about puzzles because I never really make time for puzzles, but I really love puzzles. I've always loved them since I was a kid. I think just like working my brain is really fun to me in like a really lighthearted way. It's nothing like too crazy. I also feel like I really um, don't play computer games enough. I used to play these Nancy Drew games by Hasbro. Um, they're on the computer. Literally love them so much. Like I still would play them. They're on my computer now. I just do not make time for it. And I feel like because I have so little time outside of like work and just like regular, regular life things, usually I want to read in my free time, but like I love playing computer games love them. I also think that part of the reason I don't play computer games is because since I'm on my phone so much and the computer all day, like working and editing, sometimes I just want to take a break from that. And reading is nice for that like purpose. Another question you asked was my mom recently passed away and my family is making it really difficult. Even if I stay positive, it's just constant bullying. And I don't know how to distance myself from their toxicity. I am so sorry that you recently lost your mom. That has to be such a hard thing to go through. Like that's just truly so tough. I think that the thing that sticks out to me the most is you said, I don't know how to distance myself from their toxicity. And if you're living at home, that would be really tough. If you're not living at home, I would definitely create some boundaries with like when you see them, when you talk to them. And if you are living at home, just create boundaries with like, I don't know how you interact with them. Like, I think it's easy to like take on the emotions of other people, especially if they're upset and like immediately react to what they're saying. So like, if they're saying something that is trying to get out of, get a rise out of you, like they know they're trying to like make you angry and then they get that rise out of you. They're going to continue to do that because they know that like what they did is like giving them the payoff that they wanted. So I think that like retraining them to realize that like, if they say something that's like out of pocket, you're not going to react. It will hopefully teach them over time that like those things don't bother you. And it's just like water off your back. 
Now that's easier said than done because like our family knows how to push our buttons more than anything because they know us better than other people do. But I will say that, I mean, it sounds like you're growing and maybe they're like not, or maybe they're just like hurting and not healing in the same way that you are. Like everyone manages like pain and like hardships differently which it's definitely hard, I'm sure, to give them grace when you are like being bullied by them. But definitely try to just like manage the way that you react to them because we really can't control how people treat us, but we can control how we react to that treatment. Like that's one of the biggest things that we can control. So I think that gives me a level of peace sometimes when I know like, okay, they're doing X, Y, and Z. Like I can't change that, but this is what I can change. I hope that helps a little bit. I know that's like, oh, it's just the absolute worst when you're dealing with family like that, especially if you're living at home. Another question you asked was how to enjoy being alone. I want to enjoy my city more, but my friends have moved away. I actually have an entire episode about solo dates and things to do solo. So go check out that episode. It's one of the earlier episodes, but if you just like scroll down through the episodes, I have so many like episodes about solo dates and how to build new friendships. Um, just so many in that like spectrum. So definitely go check those out. I also have one about how to stop feeling lonely. And I think that that one would be a really good one for you too. And that I posted on June 23rd. And another question you asked was how to stop letting social media have a negative effect on you, but still have fun with it. And I think this episode perfectly answered, hopefully a lot of your questions. And that is all for this episode. I love you most more than anyone, you know, well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.